Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. Welcome to another episode. Welcome back, folks. In this week's episode, we are discussing the foods that are essential in our plant-based kitchen. We have a list of 20 items that are always stocked in our kitchen. Yeah, we'll discuss what they are and why we feel that they're so essential. Absolutely. But before we dive into it, we have some happy haps. So on a personal note, what's been going on with us, we have been enjoying the October weather here in NC. The days are much cooler. The temp here is just about what you would want your living room temperature to be. So it's absolutely perfect. So you know what that means for us. That's right. Kitties and strollers. We are loving taking our beautiful baby kitties out for walks and hanging with them at our local breweries. Yeah, they absolutely love it. And And yes, everyone seems to love it when they realize we have kitties in the stroller. I know. They go nuts. And they're just so good and so beautiful. They're good with people. They're they're good in the stroller. They just love being outside. Now, we don't let them ever outside the stroller if they're they are indoor cats, but we do go for walks with them and they are just absolutely wonderful. And I love taking them for, for walks. Yeah, when we first got them, it was way too hot to do that. And even just taking them to the car to get them to the vet, they'd start panting a little bit. But now they're happy as clams. Yeah, when it, the breeze hits them, their little faces go up and they just love it. So we're really excited about that. So that's our favorite thing about the weather being a little cooler. The highlight of our week, I believe. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> oh, and we have some news. We do. I was just reading today that... Since the opening week of the NFL season, Snoop Dogg has been giving away Beyond Burgers out of a food truck that was designed especially for him. And this is a six-week program that will take Snoop, his truck, and Beyond Burgers to high school football games in and around the Los Angeles area. And Snoop also created some of the burger recipes that he will be giving away, so he's made some recipes too. He's a chef. He's a chef. (laughs) (laughs) Chef dog. Chef dog. (laughs) I like it. He needs to come out with a song about the Beyond Burger. Yeah, and you know Snoop's a big fan of Beyond, the company. And and vegan eating. And vegan in general. general, And so he's going around, and you know, if anyone knows him at all, you know he's a huge football fan. So I know this is all right up his alley. Yeah, kudos to him. Imagine you go to a game and a food truck rolls up and there's Snoop Dogg. Giving away free burgers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those are the happy haps we have this week. Just a couple notes. And I think we're going to roll right into this week's main topic, which is essential foods in our plant-based kitchen. Let's roll into it. All right. So these are 20 items that are always, that we always have stocked in our kitchen, no matter what. And if they're missing, we kind of panic a little bit, but they're never missing because we, we keep up with it. First up are essential veggies. We always have broccoli on hand. We roast it and then we also use it in our tofu scramble. Most of the time we'll use broccoli in our scramble. Yeah, we pretty much have broccoli every day of the week. We do. Absolutely. Several times a day sometimes. (laughs) And cauliflower is the next veggie that is essential. We use it to make sauces, steaks, 
curries. We roast it. We add it to soups. We do so much. We've talked about how versatile cauliflower is before. It's probably our favorite vegetable to cook with just because it is so versatile. We use it in so many different things. Next up, zucchini. We eat a lot of zucchini noodles. We really do. We make noodles all the time out of zucchini. Yeah, we rarely eat pasta anymore. We just don't. Very Sometimes. Sometimes we have a craving for it, but for the most part, it's just the zucchini is the way to go. Yeah, and we love it. And we have it different ways. We make kebabs with them. We cut it up and fry pan it. But a lot of times, I think most of the time, we... We will prep them ahead of time and make a big, we'll spiralize the zucchini at the beginning of the week and we'll have a couple of meals with it. It it will last in an airtight container um, for that week. So we use it up uh, pretty frequently. I think we get it about six of them a week. I think we spiralize them up, six or eight, depending on what the meal plan is that week. And then next up we have kale and then spinach. So we use both of them. We'll either get kale, we switch up kale and spinach. So one week we'll get a bunch of kale and the next week we'll get spinach. So we like to vary our vegetables. We don't eat the same thing all the time because we all know that varying it is definitely more nutritious for you. So we do switch things up, but pretty much these are the staple veggies that we always have. Broccoli, cauliflower, zucchini, kale, or spinach, depending on the week. Am I missing anything? I think that's... I think that's good. That's it. All right. Then as far as beans go, we always have chickpeas on hand. We roast them, like we talked about in our last episode about, and a lot of many other episodes about how we love roasted chickpeas. So we do that a lot. We use chickpeas in curries, and then we also use chickpeas on salads, either raw or we will roast them and put them on a salad instead of croutons. Yeah, I love me some chickpeas. And then we always have lentils on hand, and lentils, again, they're very versatile. So we use them in soups. We make lentil patties with them. We use them for tacos and in place of ground beef. We use it for sloppy joes. We put lentils in salads. We do a lot with lentils, and it is we always, always, always have that on hand. Yeah, I was just about to say how much I love lentils, like I did about the chickpeas, but let's face it, I love beans, so I love all these. Mm-hmm. And then next, your favorite, black beans. I love black beans. <laughs> and we pretty much sprinkle them everywhere. <laughs> they go in a lot of different recipes um, and meals that we make. We, we do use black beans quite a bit. And then white beans also, so... We will use white beans to make cream sauces. We will add it to different soups. I think that's pretty much the main, and we'll add it to salads too sometimes. But I think the main way that we use white beans are to make sauces with it, and we'll add them to, to certain soups. Very good and very nutritious way to make like a cream sauce and add it to soups also. It's so much that you can do with white beans. And then we always have tofu and tempeh. Those are two proteins that we always have on hand. Uh, Mostly tofu. Some weeks we don't have tempeh, but... One of the two is always in our refrigerator. Always. (laughs) Especially tofu is just always there. I would say tofu is just always there every single day. And then tempeh comes in pretty frequently. Yeah. And then um, butler soy curls. That's another thing that we consider to be essential. We don't always eat it, but it needs to be stocked. 
just in case. And they come dehydrated, so the shelf life on them is pretty long. Yeah. And they're just nice to have. Yeah, they're nice to have for like a quick meal. They're good in some soups. So we just always have the Butler soy curls on hand. And then, of course, there are several different seeds that we always have on hand as well. So chia seeds and flax seeds, which are both great for your omega-3s. Sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. We put all of these in smoothies. And then also we will mix them all up um, in granola. We either make granola bars or we'll just have loose granola that we eat like cereal or you know, we sprinkle on yogurt or something like that. Or just snack on. Or just snack on. (laughs) So good. All right. Next up, nuts. So we love nuts. And of course, in a plant-based kitchen, nuts are pretty much a staple for everyone. But the ones that we use most frequently would be cashews, almonds, and walnuts. Those are the three we always have stocked. And We use them for cashews. We use mostly for cheese and to make cashew cream. And then we use the almonds. I make my own almond butter. So we always have a lot of those. We use the almonds for granola and then walnuts. We'll use all three of these, cashews, almonds, and walnuts uh, to make granola as well. Yeah, we mentioned a lot that there's always nuts soaking in our kitchen because we're constantly using them. Mm -hmm. And then next up, oats. So we have two types of oats always in our pantry. We have steel cut and old fashioned. And we use the steel cut and the old fashioned for overnight oats. Now I prefer the steel cut uh, for overnight oats. And then the old fashioned we use sometimes for overnight oats, but we'll mostly use that to make granola and granola bars. Next up, fruit. So the fruit that we always have on hand. Bananas, mandarin oranges, and blueberries. Those are the three that we always in our kitchen. kitchen, Always. And we make smoothies with them. We will throw them in pancakes. We will put them on salads. We'll just eat them plain, like, like a bowl of fruit. And we like to make cashew cream and put a dollop of that on top like a sweet cashew cream and it just tastes so good it's a wonderful dessert refreshing especially in the summer we'll probably shy away from that a little bit um during the winter but it's really really good those are the fruits so bananas mandarin oranges and blueberries are our favorite um depending on like we also have a lot of peaches in the summer but since it's not summer we don't i really love have peaches. peaches i know but they're usually a staple also when they're in season All right, next up, grains. So the grains that we always have stocked would be quinoa, which we know is actually a seed, millet, farro, brown rice. We like to switch it up a little bit, so we're never using the exact same grain, but those are the four that we always have stocked. So quinoa, millet, farro, and brown rice. And then as far as pasta goes, I mean, we mentioned we don't eat a whole lot of pasta anymore, but we like to keep it... Just in case we want it. Sometimes we crave it. Yeah, it's always stocked. So most of the time, if we do get pasta, we will get brown rice pasta or quinoa pasta, which we find at Trader Joe's, and we absolutely love it. And pasta is one of those things that just, again, have a long shelf life. So Mm -hmm. it's perfect just to always have on hand. Yeah. But one thing that we always get, especially in the winter, 
um, we will get orzo pasta because we do like orzo for salads and then we'll put them in some soups. We do like them in our lentil soup. Yeah, I love an orzo in my lentil soup. I think it adds just a little bit more texture and body to it. And I think it's great. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with eating any kind of pasta. I mean, there's really nothing wrong with it, but we just like to try to be a little healthier, but that's just our preference. We eat everything just in moderation. And then as far as oils go, we always have stocked olive oil, avocado oil, canola oil, and coconut oil. Now we have two versions of coconut oil always on hand. We have refined, and that's what we use to make cheese. And in some recipes where we don't want a very coconutty flavor, if you get refined coconut oil, it's going to be very neutral in flavor. You're not going to taste the coconut. But if you get unrefined, you do taste a little bit of coconut flavor in it. And it's generally cheaper to buy unrefined, but it's worth it if you want to cook with it. And the only time I really use the unrefined is for popcorn. <laughs> when I make popcorn, I like to cook it in the um, in the unrefined oil. It I like that little coconutty flavor. It's not overwhelming with popcorn at all. You can't even really taste it, but it just kind of gives it a little extra kick of flavor. And I like the refine because I'm not the biggest fan of coconut flavor. No, but that's really the only reason why we have unrefined in our pantry is for my popcorn. But otherwise, we always have the refine. And then a few miscellaneous items. Uh, lastly, we always have garbanzo bean flour. We have all-purpose flour. And then we also have wheat gluten, vital wheat gluten to make seitan with. We always have almond milk on stock, sometimes other plant-based milks, but our go-to is almond milk usually. And then, of course, the Holy Grail, always, always, always have nutritional yeast on hand. Yeah, that's the one where you really start to panic when the jar is about a quarter full. (laughs) I use it for so much. It gives a cheesy flavor to everything. We just use it in so many different recipes. You know, I make a lot of my own cheese here. We don't really buy cheese too often. We usually make it ourselves. But that's why it's just so essential to us because we just make so many different things with the cheesy soups, cheese itself, or I don't know. I can't even think right now, but and I can we use it a lot. <laughs> guarantee you, you will never come into our kitchen and we won't have it. No, never, never, never. <laughs> So those are, I think I rattled off more than 20, but those are some things that are just absolutely essential in our kitchen. We always, always, always have. And if you have these things in your kitchen, you can always whip up a meal. Yeah, you're never short of meal ideas if you have these in your kitchen. Never. And we do have an organized guide on creating a well-stocked vegan kitchen. And this is especially good for those that are just starting to explore the plant-based diet. The Ultimate Vegan Pantry Guide is available for you to download. So we'll include that in the show notes. You can find that at www.vegologypodcast.com. And that'll even expand on this a little more. It's more organized. It has things in categories. And we'll just tell you how to really prep your kitchen so that way you can easily pull from your pantry and fridge and create wonderful meals simply and quickly. So we would like to know what are some staples in your kitchen? We'd love to know what item you always have on hand. Maybe it will become a staple in our kitchen as well. Yeah. And is there anything on our list that is also essential in your kitchen? 
let us know. Shoot us an email at hellovegology.com. The kitties are fighting behind us. If you, if you hear that, you are, our cats are fighting in the background. Stop it, girl. Oh so sorry for that interruption. So, so we'll, we'll call this one quits and we will go split them up. All right. As usual, if you like this episode, please share it and give us a good review. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps us reach more people and spread the good veg word. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. All right. Have a wonderful week and we will chat with you in the next episode. Peace Peace and love. love.